0: Danny, it looks like we're at the last of our rations. The evil dead are coming. An army of darkness is approaching. I'd say we've only got a few hours left to live. What are we going to do?
1: Oh Greg, I don't know what we're gonna do. I'd give us, I think, these rations mixed with the lack of wall strength separating us from the horde. They're only going to give us time for probably three movies tops, and that's if they're right around the 90 minute mark. Uh, I don't know what to do, but I just want to make sure that before we get our corpses picked apart by dead evil beings, I just wanted you to know that... I always thought Leah was out of your league, and I never understood a single thing about how you managed to lock her down, but... I wanted you to know that, even more so, out of the three of you, Anton was always my favorite. He was my number one, in the whole Johnson family. I just wanted you to know that before we die, Greg.
0: Thanks, man, for this open and honest admission of... something. I don't know if I want to call it love?
1: Yes, Anton and I have called it that. Why shouldn't you?
0: (laughs) Well, I've got to tell you before we die that Eleven gives better hugs than you do. Maybe, just maybe, if you were more like her and peed on the floor when I entered your house, we could have been closer.
1: You know, I try to leave a lot of my hair on you when I hug you, but I just can't compete with her. No, that still... <laughs> that happens plenty. I know, but she's just she just ran away with the competition, so I understand the way she hugs you Right where your knees buckle, and I just can't offer that.
0: And scene. Scene! <laughs> All right. I like that you view Time Left to Live as chunks of 90-minute movies and not four and a half hours. Isn't um,
1: that how everybody tells time? <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs> All right, welcome back to Movies for When, everybody.
1: Woo! Woo! It's movies for When! Spooky, spooky season. For win.
0: It continues. John Watson brought us in again, and we have been eased into the horror segment of the year with our thrillers from last week. Hope you all had a good time with that. And now it is time to fully dive into the horror genre with a hot, iconic trilogy. It is a movie trilogy. We are here to discuss movies for when the dead are evil. It is the Evil Dead trilogy. But from my point of view, the dead are evil. <laughs> That's, uh, but we don't talk about Star Wars. So,
1: Denny! Uh, <laughs> you know, What's this whole saying? time I've been thinking that this was the first time we did an entire trilogy in one episode, but then I remembered we did the Matrix. Um, I yep. completely forgot we did the Animatrix with it, too. We went really deep, but um, everyone knows that doesn't count. And this is officially the first time we've covered a whole trilogy in one episode. Um, you know, I watched this whole trilogy in one day. Um, I, hell yeah. I started it and then just didn't want to stop watching, man. I I I know that you're probably not going to love these films quite like I do, but I just kept being like, "Fuck yeah. I, I didn't plan on this, but this is my Tuesday now. I'm watching Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness."
0: I yeah. I I do love that that was a Tuesday, not a not a weekend, <laughs> not a Friday. Not a Thursday after the end of a long week, a Tuesday.
1: Well, for what it's worth, I had an abnormally high number of cancellations at work, so I got home really early. That's why I Mm -hmm. was able to do three movies on a weeknight. But, yeah, I just thought, I was like, ooh, if I just duck out of the office now, I can go home and start Evil Dead? And then it never stopped. I was so so in the zone, man. I was loving every second of it.
0: You woke up and just... (laughs) You blinked and realized, oh, shit, (laughs) credits were rolling. (laughs) I watched three movies. It's dark outside. That's exactly Uh, how it
1: happened. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, oops. So, yeah, if you haven't gathered, our movies for this week are Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. All of them are brought to us by our good friend Sam Rainey.
1: Yay. He wears suits Um, on set.
0: That's right. (laughs) Oh, we love him. Now, these are some very old movies, and if you want to hear us talk about some more modern movies, a.k.a. ones that are in theaters literally right now, we talked about two of them, right? Two? And a third one. Yeah, we talked about three three movies that are currently in theaters in our Patreon episode of what else we've been watching. What we've been watching is on Patreon It'll have come out two days before this episode launches, so it's already out now. In the future, which is now the past, if you're listening to this now, which is now the past, but it's the future for us now. That was a it
1: infinite Biff theory right there, man. You just, you just did some back-to-the-future time travel.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's another trilogy we're almost done with. Yay! Um, Give it a year. See you in, see you in June. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, that's our Patreon.com slash Movies for Win plug, so I think we're ready to dive into a little movie called Evil Dead, Denny, what say you?
1: I am so ready for this, Greg, I'm so, so fucking ready. Let's do this, I've been looking forward to this all week.
0: I know you have. Uh, Evil Dead is a 1981 movie that I didn't look up where you could watch it because I was so pleased that Denny gave me all three of these movies today on Blu-Ray for my birthday like a week and a half ago. (laughs) So I've already had these on Blu-Ray and I forgot to see where they're all streaming. Army of Darkness is on Peacock. Is Evil Dead anywhere? No, I I
1: watched them on my DVDs and I I checked to see if they were streaming. So I think, yeah, I, I didn't want to pay extra, so that was the only option.
0: Fair enough. Um at at the very least I think this is just going to be a uh, Amazon rental like uh sadly most things are these days. Yep. So, Denny, Evil Dead. Yeah. What's your relationship with this
1: bad boy? Um I first saw it in 2013 when I was in wrestling school. Um so my relationship with horror is I had about like over a decade where i was too scared of it like i loved it when i was like a kid and in middle school and then i don't know if my anxiety got so bad or what but i like could not do it for like 10 or 11 years um in 2013 was when i finally felt like maybe i could dip my toe back into the water and uh one of my classmates in wrestling school told me we should buy this and watch it on halloween um, nice so we did and it scared the fuck out of me uh it's kind of hard to believe that now because uh, it's so like goofy um but it really really scared me and i think it's uh we'll get into it more i think it's the grittiness of it you know that that really made it uncomfortable mm. for me so but i've watched it a bunch of times since then i love the evil dead um and it just is something that makes me feel like it's spooky season man when we're watching evil dead that's how i know
0: i think that's the intention honestly yeah. <laughs> that's that's just where it is now that's that's where it lives with most of us yeah i think i watched this for the first time in 2013 also it might have been Whoa. like no it might have been like 2011 or so
2: mm-hmm.
0: um i think i might have watched it with will reno Who I know does not like this series (laughs) one one bit. I know he gave this one a extremely low rating, but I won't follow suit there. Don't worry. Um, But yeah, I think I saw it the one time, and then you got me the Blu-rays this month. So this uh, this was my second time watching this movie. Nice,
1: good time. Second time time ever. That's crazy. That's so It's nice. something I watch like once a year, you know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like Um man, uh do we want to do a synopsis? Yeah, sure.
0: I'll um uh, I'll let you take this one.
1: Cool. Um, Ash and a bunch of other teenagers. Well, they're not really teenagers, they're like, they look kinda college aged. They don't really say how old they are, but I think they're like late teens, early twenties probably. Mm-hmm. Um, are going out to a cabin to escape. A cabin in the woods. Oh no, how could they do such a thing? Um, while they are there, uh, there there's some strange occurrences happening that seem to really pick up after they play a tape of someone reading incantations from the Necronomicon, a.k.a. the Book of the Dead, bound in human flesh that they found in the cabin. Um, we, it summons this evil force of the woods And it proceeds to torture everyone and turn them into what we will learn two movies later are called deadites. Um, Mm -hmm. And this, I guess, they're just like demon zombie things. Um, So the only way to defeat them is to dismember them. And Ash has to do that, even though one of them is his girlfriend. One of them is a little freaky lady trapped in a basement. um, One of them uh is a, a real dick honestly the whole movie <laughs> so uh, we got some long, tropes yeah long story short he's fighting them off he gets a he goes for a chainsaw all this cool shit's happening uh lots of cool practical effects lots of not so cool practical effects <laughs> uh, and uh lots of amazing camera work uh finally he throws the book into the fire and everyone melts into fucking goo um, and we see the force of the evil POV Approaching Ash as the movie goes to credits With a very strange credits song
0: Very good Very good summary Thank you Um, Man Where to begin S- Speaking of uh, ooze I thought this movie was oozing with personality <laughs>
1: Well I think yeah that's the thing It's like it's such a larger-than-life movie. Like, it's it's one of the few things that I'll watch that um, that... That makes me feel like I'm part of something. You know, like, that there's, like, a community mm. of people watching it. And I think it's just because, like... I'm such a homer for this because... The crazy bastards rallied and made this movie for, like, no money. And it just makes me look right past every flaw in the movie. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just seeing, like a young filmmaker trying his damnedest to use like a couple hundred bucks to turn it into a feature length (laughs) horror movie. And I think he's way better than he has any right to be for the vast majority of it. And the stuff that's a little subpar is still really fun, man. It's still really fun. There's just this sense of like punk rock. It's, It's so, this whole franchise is punk rock. Um, It's the guys Mm -hmm. who weren't supposed to be making movies, getting to make movies, and it's so fucking awesome, man. Um, I don't know, do you get this kind of impression? You're not a horror head like I am, so I I wonder if you... What's it like for someone who doesn't care that much to watch it?
0: I was actually really interested that you said that, like the sort of community feeling with it. Uh, I know Dylan Derryberry is very excited for this episode. And I think he voiced that he was less excited for my takes <laughs> on it, but
1: <laughs> for I what think Tore, he'll be fine. he was fair to you. He said, uh, is Greg going to have a lot of grounded based in reality takes on this franchise <laughs> that I love or something along those lines?
0: No, I think he'll, I think he'll be pleasantly surprised at some of the discussion today. Um, but yeah, I really did feel like I was watching, I was like a part of something by watching it. That's the way this movie makes you feel. Yeah. Right, it's it's like Friday the Thirteenth or uh, maybe like Chucky movies or something like. There's yeah, yeah. people that just like love this stuff, and I remember like you know these these movies have just like such a deep-seated cultural impact in so many people. Like I remember at work at like at a very old job, there was like a hoax article out that Bruce Campbell had died like a decade ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah and like someone read it and this guy like almost started crying (laughs) it was just like this series was just so important to him and he loves Bruce Campbell and then yeah relieved to find out it was fake he's like I almost just had a heart attack there but yeah it, it that sense of like I'm watching something punk rock something cool something that like you know isn't on the forefront of pop culture or even like kind of cult culture it is something that the people that love it love it, and they'll let you know about it. So it felt good to kind of refresh and be a part of that again.
1: Hell yeah! And I mean, man, I'm like, what was the budget for this movie? I'm gonna Google it right now. Like,
0: everyone's lunch money. Uh,
1: yeah, it says uh, three three seventy five three fifty thousand, um, somewhere around that. Um, okay. So th- One they had house. some they had some funding and they had some backers, right? Like uh but like dude I am always going to be so much easier on a movie that turned $300,000 into something pretty good than I am mm-hmm. on a movie that turned like 100 million dollars into something into pretty
0: something good. okay. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> like that and so like Evil Dead gets just like easy grading from me because of like the limited... What they did with such limited resources. Um, yeah. 12 weeks of shooting was supposed to be six. I learned a bunch of facts about it because I finally checked out Blank Check to listen to their Evil Dead episode.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. How'd you like it? I love it. Haven't, Great show. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay.
1: It's a really good show.
0: We'll pump the tires for the other podcast later. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I was going to mention that they did their Sam Raimi series, and I was... I finally watched all these movies. I want to listen to the ep- all the episodes on these movies because I know they g- they really like to dive into like the fun facts about the movie itself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's something that I did notice in the credits for Evil Dead Two, during like the special thanks segment, they did say the backers or the investors. I can't remember what they said for mm-hmm. Evil Dead One. Yeah. So I-, I thought that was kind of a cool thing, like in the Evil Dead Two credits that I noticed.
1: Yeah, no, that, I, I noticed it too, and uh, not to spoil Blank Check, but something that they said is, like, the original investors are still getting paid out, like, massive checks from this franchise. Like, they, they Damn. took care of everybody that, that, like, stuck their neck out for them, which is just super, super cool. Um, wow. Speaking of credits, for Evil Dead 1, did you catch Joel Cohen's name in the credits? I did not. I saw it there... And I didn't see what he did. I wonder, Joel Cohen, Evil Dad came down. Uh, oh boy! Fuck it. I don't know what he did, but um, <laughs> I don't know what this guy's up to. I just thought it was cool. I saw him. He was an assistant, an editing assistant. Yeah, Joel okay. Cohen. <laughs> Holy shit! Isn't that cool?
0: That is actually extremely cool.
1: Yeah. Editing assistant to Edna Paul. <laughs> so fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what that guy Joel Cohen ever did. Did he ever make anything good? Uh,
2: hmm.
1: there was Time will uh, tell. Lady Killers. Or what is it? Is that what it is? Lady Killers. Is that was that I, it? I don't even remember. The Tom Hanks one. It sucks.
0: Yeah, it is Lady Killers. You're right. Yeah, okay, cool. I thought you were I thought you were joking. Okay, uh <laughs> No, I, just, I didn't know if I made the title
1: up or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're alright um, Alright, we're here for Evil Dead So Do you kind of want to get into maybe a little bit of Some critiques of it Do you have any sort of You are you're mentioning like Some not so good practical effects Or props yeah, and that kind of thing
1: Yeah, um, I mean like th- Well this is the thing about the critiques That I mentioned in my relationship with the movie A lot of the stuff just looks B-movie like it's like the stop motion. If I made it, I'd be really proud of it. Okay, but it's not convincing. You know, you're watching stop motion. Um, the the face of the deadite coming out of the cellar it looks like it looks like makeup, right? Like you you can tell it's mm-hmm. makeup. Um, but this is the thing because this is what creeped me out about it so much. Those looking so. <sighs> I can see the strings on Pinocchio, I guess is what I'm looking for. <laughs> it gives the movie okay. like a snuff film vibe to me you know like that that it just looks so b rate that it makes the movie have this like eerie eerie vibe to me, so even the cons are kind of pros for me you know like i'm I'm crazy about this movie um I don't know what were what were some of your some of your negatives some of your critiques um
0: I would say basically the same thing as you. It this movie gives off very strong brain dead, dead alive vibes. Yes. <laughs> that was actually a trailer for it
1: on my DVD. <laughs>
0: that was on Army of Darkness for me, was on the Blu-ray. There's a trailer for Evil Dead. Or wait, not Evil Dead Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Evil Brain Dead. dead. Alive, brain evil dead brain dead dead. dead, brain dead, dead Alive of the of the Dead. Dawn of the evil of the darkness. So Perfect nailed it there was also a trailer for the movie frozen on my evil dead blu-ray that was the first trailer. (laughs) it was fucking perfect
2: what if you went up into a mountain with your friends
1: (laughs) these friends
2: are stuck on a mountain with no
1: hope of rescue pack a cup to pn this winter frozen piss on wolves <laughs> um yeah it
0: was that really got me in the right mood for evil dead was watching somebody try to convince me that frozen was scary so, <laughs>
1: it's the perfect tone it's the perfect <laughs> it like, tone for this movie
0: <laughs> oh man it just the mood was lifted i was lighthearted and elated for the rest of the time so beautiful uh underrated uh, <laughs> way to really psych up your audience um, I really did like the Statler and Waldorf in the cellar. <laughs>
1: Eckling everyone,
0: we got those vibes. Uh, it was cool. <laughs> then there's like kind of the gross stuff. I wouldn't call it like gross out. Uh, kind of gore, but it is mm. gross. We get the you know the cool spine knife, which I think is an awesome Ooh. prop. We start stabbing Ooh, the dead ice with so it. So
1: fucking cool.
0: I think it's awesome. It's incredible. And then, um, you know, the Deadites get stabbed and they start spitting out milk, which makes me really uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all filled with pudding, it seems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Greek Deadite, yeah.
1: Non-fat. Um, you know, there's, there's only a segment in the middle where there's a physical villain. I, I thought that was, like, the true marvel of filmmaking and budgeting that Sam Raimi has. I, I thought of it because of all the deadites having goop come out of them. But, like, that's actually a pretty brief part in the movie. You want to talk about making your money go farther? How about an invisible antagonist?
0: <laughs> right? Dude, like, the, vi- the villain is the camera. Yeah! <laughs> And this carries through all three movies too. It's just like if a camera is being like held up by the handle and low to the ground and going whoosh whoosh whoosh.
1: Yeah. Watch out! You're in danger. Uh. Yeah, that 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 was what stuck out to me this this watch through was that when I think of this movie, I think of like the tree raping her, you know, like or all Hmm. these like visually impactful scenes. But what I didn't really think about was that for most of the movie. It's just Sam Raimi's camera work creating a vibe that something is bad. Um, Mm -hmm. And even so, like, the movie is very quiet, too. Like, there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie at all. I was amazed with the nonverbal storytelling and the non-visual storytelling. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it was like, they made me care the whole time. They made those effects go a lot further because there were so many parts with no effects that, that... rocked you know like that that Mm -hmm. were totally cool and um i I thought it was a more patient movie than it gets credit for because it struck me that uh there wasn't even any gore until 36 minutes into the movie that's Mm -hmm. like oh wow yeah no gore i guess i didn't
0: even realize that
1: i i never noticed it and i paused right at the time code and i was like wow i just think it's it's when it it gets credited as like fanboy cult schlock and maybe Mm. it is but i think there's a lot more like skilled and informed filmmaking going on in evil dead than it gets credit for
0: yeah i would agree with that there's so much of it that just feels so professional and (laughs) modern and it's just like Pick another horror movie from 1981 and you're not getting this kind of creativity no. in filmmaking at all. It, it's That's why I said this movie at the beginning, why I said it was oozing with personality. It's just like, clearly this guy is out here to try everything. Yes. And I think pretty much all of it works. Like yes. A lot of it is, you can tell, is limited by budget and everything, but they are really, like you're saying, we're stretching it very well, and as long as the creativity's there, I'm willing to buy into the execution of it, even if it is, you know, seemingly held back by maybe financial shortcomings, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if maybe it's the Muppet effect, which we haven't talked about in a while, like that the reason I can suspend my disbelief for the Muppets is because they never try to convince me that it's anything other than a sock with a guy's hand in it. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> they, they just... They, they acknowledge how shitty and low-grade a lot of it is, and they make fun of it, so I'm like, okay, I'll buy in. You're not You're not insulting me. And so with so many effects that are so obviously fake... But they're just done in a way that wasn't even trying to convince you they were real in the first place. You know, does that make it easier to buy in? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, oh, man. That Muppet principle probably carries into a lot of the movies that we watch. And we just, oh, absolutely. Uh,
1: don't really think about it, and we should. That's I know it does for me with, like, any any 80s horror movie, honestly, that I'm like, <laughs> no... There was a style, and they're doing the style. <laughs> like, I, I'll, I'll spy in. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Alright, um, I don't have too much more
0: to stay, to say on this one. Do you have anything else for Evil Dead?
1: Um, let me look. Let me see if there's anything worth mentioning. Probably not, because honestly, this is, for, for as much as I love talking about it, um, like, do you know how many fucking podcasts there have been discussing the Evil Dead? Um... <laughs> You know what, I'll just start this conversation that, that will continue throughout the movies. Ash has gotta be in the running for goat protagonist. Like just a totally likable badass who's got a little edge to him, solves problems, is smart, takes no shit, does no harm. What say you? I don't
0: know about goat protagonist that's kind of tricky. maybe goat horror protagonist not not
1: the goat he's got to be in the conversation is all i'm saying
0: maybe a mount rushmore sort of conversation
1: yeah he's just such a like he's such a good guy um but he's mm-hmm. so likable you know like i don't know i i just i think that's really good writing when you can get me to like relate to and like your chosen one character, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's absolutely what Ash is. He's a he's a little Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, fate of the worlds on his shoulders type of guy. And everyone hates those guys, you know. Like, whose favorite character in Harry Potter is Harry Potter? Right? <laughs> like, no one. <laughs> um, so, but like, everybody loves Ash. Um, I just, I, I'm just, I'm so in love i'm so in love with the personality of the movies i'll, I'll just I'll, I'll agree with you i
0: was about to say we're only on movie one and we're already talking about how we feel about the protagonist yeah. um he's not even cool yet. on yeah he's, <laughs> he's just real sweaty um yeah are you ready to get into gimmicks for evil dead
1: i think i can gimmick it up dude
0: all right denny we have a new gimmick this week yes i got i must confess we do have one what is our gimmick of the week for movies for when the dead are evil
1: our gimmick uh wow i didn't mean to segue this well into it with my last talking point but it's our hail to the king moment um a moment when our wonderful protagonist ash is just on his king shit when you just look at him and you're like god you're the man you're just so fucking cool um greg what was your hail to the king moment for evil dead
0: Boy, I I I I was at a loss when I was first watching. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know what it's gonna be." I was gonna say like he's pouring his pouring some water into his friend's mouth, who's like passed out, and like saying, "We're gonna get out of here." But I was like, "There's got to be something more badass here," mm-hmm. and I found it. It is Ash locking up the front door and realizing, "Hang on, I think the back door is open." And him and the camera run to the back, and <laughs> they don't run straight from the front door to the back door. There's a little hallway with another door in the middle that he slams into that door and <laughs> spins around into the hallway. This of fucking flips around and then runs to the back door. The camera movement's... It's like, a, it's like something that would be played for a joke in another movie. It's like yes. an unnecessary combat role, but it's standing up, and it's... It's fucking great i love it so beautiful that's I know my exactly
1: hail. what you're talking about
0: that is my hail to the king moment
1: these movies really Baby. had some door play in them especially first and two <laughs> lots lots of door centric it was door city in these movies <laughs> am i right um my hail to the door, king moment wasn't door city over here <laughs> wasn't as heroic uh but it was badass it was just the way he was slyly faking sleep while his girlfriend reached for her gift. I was just like, you coy and charming bastard. You cheeky, handsome fucker with your jawline. Um, the way he was uh, just looking at her when she was looking away and all that, I was like, that, that Ash. That Ash really is something, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> that Ash. That, that, that Ash. What's Danny? your, uh... Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh.
0: What's your favorite line from Evil Dead? Oh, I sneezed. I sneezed. I... Oh man. Uh, sorry. Uh, what's your favorite line from Evil Dead?
1: This one was just chilling for me. It's when they're they're playing the uh, tape recorder later in the movie. Um, I have seen the dark shadows from the woods. I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected from this book is sure to come calling for me um so that was just like for me for me for me <sighs> da, 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 da. that was a oh sorry that, hail
0: to the queen baby
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did it nailed it um pack it in boys podcast over <laughs> but this movie really has a spirit of like real classic universal stuff with its like score sounds like an old horror movie and that was such a, like, uh, mad scientist, like, the, the old horror morals of, like, what have I done, have I played God, will I be punished for this, uh, man, I loved it. Took me back to, took me back, like, I'd been there. Um, took me back to a time before the movie, but a time that I wasn't born for, like, 80 years later until.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, mine was, it was one that was repeated, I think, in at least the first two movies, maybe all three. Simply, join us. Mm. A lot of, a lot of the giggle demons say it. Yeah, it's just this ominous voice coming from the woods, and then it's being shouted, blood curling screams, join us. Solid, scary, spooky, even. I love it.
1: Fuck yes! What's your critic score, Greg? I did
0: praise this one a good amount, but I think it is a little bit too. uh, It falls a little bit short for me. I'm not. I'm definitely not bored by it, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about um, earlier. I'm I'm not like. There's nothing that's saying, "Hey, you should be checking your phone right now," basically. But this movie wasn't all the way there for me. Um, but it is the start of something good, so I'm giving it a 27 out of 40.
1: A little stiff, but a little fair. Um, <laughs> but you know, like, again, if the magic of this movie isn't your magic, it's, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I fully understand that. Um, but it is my magic, so I gave it a 38 <laughs> out of 50. Um. Very nice. And again... If this movie had more money invested into it and it turned out the way it did, I would rate it lower. But they punched up, not down, and I respect it, man. I really do. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. So, yep, 38 out of 50.
0: Very nice. I love it when you love things, even when I don't. I'm not here to prevent you from being a fan of this one. So,
1: Thanks, buddy. I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. There's this part in their rock star song where like his voice in the background the whole time is just being like yeah so what you want what you need it's just like laid over like it's like asking questions to the song never says anything important but when chad kroger goes i'm gonna join the mile high club and eat my meals for free for some reason the voice goes i'll have the quesadilla (laughs) i just always thought it was so fucking funny that that's the only thing of substance it says the whole song (laughs)
0: I think the voice should have said, I'll have a seamless edit.
1: Oh, shit! Oh, no! You got me good that time. We're Nickel back,
0: baby. And we're here (laughs) to talk about... (laughs) We're here to talk about Evil Dead 2, a 1987 movie that you can probably also only get on Amazon Prime Video Rental. Sorry, I didn't look it up. I got it on Blu-ray. Thanks. Bye. That's all I got. Uh, Denny... I will go ahead and take care of the summary here. Please do. Because I watched this movie. I watched this movie today. Nice. (sighs) This is what I was saying. We'll get to it later. So, yeah, anyways, Evil Dead 2 is a Sam Raimi film. Immediately following and also showing the events of Evil Dead 1, from my understanding, uh, from Denny's description... There was a bit of an issue getting the rights to their own movie and they couldn't yes. do a traditional recap of the first movie So they just reshot some stuff to show you what happened in the first movie Rushed through it just in five minutes Made it part of the narrative, which I didn't hate it, not yeah. gonna lie um, So yeah, Ash has conquered the Evil Dead and now he's uh, alone in the cabin Still trapped there, for better or worse, definitely worse He's being attacked by the deadites, the demons, the spirits. Are trying to possess him. They get his hand. Oh no! He chops it off. We all know that. Now, there are a bunch of researchers on their way. A bunch, two. There are two researchers on their way to this cabin. Uh, it's one of their parents' cabins. They have the page from the Necronomicon, which I didn't mention before. But Necronomicon has got to be one of the coolest words ever. Fuck yeah! <laughs> 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 I love hearing it. I love reading it. I love saying it. Necronomicon. They've got some pages and they're here to dispel some evil and find their parents research. So the bridge is out, Ash can't escape and they can't make it to the cabin but there's a trail there. But as soon as they get to the cabin Ash shoots one of the <laughs> one of the travelers uh, by mistake because he's on edge. Because you know, demon possession like I mentioned. And they trap him in the basement thinking he is an enemy of some sort, maybe he did something with the parents. Come to find out, Ash is our friend, there's a little bit of distrust, but the trail we used to get here has been swallowed up by the woods and we're all trapped here overnight.
2: Ooh,
0: ooh! The spooky evil spirits and the dead are coming to attack everybody now, so we're in the same cabin from the first movie, just attacking a new group of people, but Ash has a little bit of experience in the manor, and he is matter, whatever. Experience in the matter, and he's gonna take care of our new friends. Mostly. <laughs> so, Denny, tell me about your relationship with the Evil Dead 2, which you watched in uh, the rest one segment of your Tuesday afternoon.
1: Yes. Um, well, Greg, it's a bit of a difficult relationship to talk about because the first time I saw it, I was victimized by a movie talker who will not be named, but they talk the whole fucking way through it. Um, oh, boy. So I had to watch it again the next day, obviously. Because <laughs> it pissed obviously. me off so much that the first the first experience I ever had watching it was was ruined, was robbed. Um and um honestly, that might be the only two times I watched it um uh, until this week. I, I'm sure I've seen it again. But this this was the one in the franchise that I'm least familiar with, which I feel like it's the most popular mm. one, so that's kind of funny, but a lot of it was like seeing it for the first time, which was nice.
0: That's awesome. Well, for me it was seeing it for the first time. I no thought way. I had I thought i had watched <clears> this one around the time I watched the first one, but I've definitely not seen this one. So yeah. Today I watched it for the first time, which was a really nice treat because yeah, I like this one quite a bit actually
1: nice you've still got that just watched evil dead 2 glow about you i can tell
0: that's the led lights in the room
1: but yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you liked it tell me what you liked about it man
0: uh i think this is kind of a fleshing out of the creativity and ideas of the first movie yes because a lot of it is the same kind of thing very similar um premise same bruce campbell same cabin same idea same basement same a lot of things but it's just done better it's done more right but all of that creativity and uh imagination is just it's still there it's just able to be fleshed out a lot more yes uh it's something i avoided talking about in our discussion of the first one because i wanted to bring it up here because it's my favorite example of it is Raimi's love for like having the camera go through things Yes. We're like through the back windshield of the car through the front windshield into the, the door of the cabin like just zooming through windows and just like I love it just this fast moving camera that's just going through stuff and then like stopping on somebody's face yes. um, I think yeah so the camera work is probably top of my list and like just the overall creativity things feel better more fleshed out um, specifically, I do feel like we're having a lot more fun in the first half Oh, because yeah. a- Ash Ash meets the people that I mentioned in like ha- at the halfway point of the movie. Yeah, the first half we're basically just fucking with Ash
1: for it's fun. Silly. It's, it's silly. It's <laughs> silly. <laughs> it completely departs. It's like madcap slapstick comedy.
0: It's not played for like such a silly laugh, but it is like it's still got like a little bit of. Fear to it because you know he's losing body parts like it's scary but it's done so funny and yeah. bruce campbell is selling that fun so well so yeah i'm i'm all about it um yeah how do you how do you feel about this when i kind of gushed over this one in its place in the series
1: I, I i love this one too for the exact same reasons um I will say, I, I think the the B story with the missing pages kind of lags, and I liked it best when it was the Bruce Campbell one-man <coughs> show. Um, I, I honestly okay. feel like I could have done it for 90 minutes. I didn't need anyone else to come to the cabin if they could have done the material. Um, no, man, I think this one is a, a just a masterpiece of horror comedy. I think it's probably i mean it's definitely top five horror comedies of all time i would probably say the number one is beetlejuice and this has got to be 1a Mm -hmm. right like um it just turns into such a movie you know what i'm saying like it turns into such a like there's like elements of action in it it's all tropey um ash is just Dishing out the one-liners, you know, <laughs> like it, it's it's just so much fun, man. It makes me so damn happy to watch this movie. Um, it's just like a it's like a victory lap because Evil Dead was such a success and it wasn't really supposed to be. Mm-hmm. This is like them coming back and being like, "Hey, Mama," mo- <clears throat> excuse me, "Hey, Mama, we made it." Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm enamored with it for completely different reasons than I am with the first one because there's just such a tone shift and a budget shift that it's like you got Ash you got the cabin other than that it's a completely different movie right (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. so so different I can't believe it's the same director
0: yeah it's so similar and yet so different and I I do agree with you that I could also just do without the other characters and like the other pages and stuff but you know we gotta segue into the third movie somehow And there there had to be
1: some people to kill <laughs> like that's why that they showed yeah. up. There needed to I, be some bodies.
0: A legit thought in my head was we've <laughs> we can't cut off more body parts. <laughs> we gotta kill some people here. <laughs> yeah. Um there's gotta <clears> be <throat> bodies here. Um I think the peak moment of fun in this movie is we go to the the workshop, right? Mm-hmm. The shed in the back. And Ash has got his girlfriend's head attached to his hand, and she won't let go with her teeth. She's biting, she's possessed. And you know, he's cut off her head, buried the body, but now the body got out, and the head is chasing him around. Mm -hmm. Finally gets the head off his hand, and he's like, I know. Chainsaw, which you saw in the first movie, I think. (laughs) Lifts up a curtain, and there's a chalk outline on the wall (laughs) of a chainsaw.
2: chainsaw
0: And then you're like that's fucking funny and then Looney Tunes ass shit and then the headless body of his girlfriend busts through the door loud as shit with the chainsaw revving just (laughs) 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 and if that doesn't do something for you maybe movies aren't your thing like that's (laughs) like that is just pristine filmmaking I don't know what to tell you (laughs)
1: Like, how how is the joy of that not contagious to a person? Like, I, I would understand if the Evil Dead wasn't someone's thing. I understand that it's not really your thing. If Evil Dead 2 is not your thing, what is wrong with you? Like, what is I, fucking wrong with you?
0: I know who we gotta ask, because Will Reno gave this movie a zero.
1: Will Reno, who sends me and, a Halloween card every year, hates the uh-huh. Evil Dead that much.
0: Be able to, too. He's, his um, his review just says, guys, come on.
1: What the fuck? I, I don't even... Wa- I was about to text <laughs> him, and then I'm like, I don't even want to entertain his opinion. That's right. <laughs> what? We don't need Zero? him. We don't need him. Zero? Zero. Zero out of 40. How? Gumby is like a fucking 38 with him.
0: Oh... You know? It's a man of peculiar tastes.
1: Clearly.
0: <laughs> but we love him anyways. Hey. I love him anyways.
1: I love him anyways.
0: Alright. <sighs> um,
1: I gotta calm down. That just changed yeah, the you way do. I think about Will. That just changed.
0: I me. will... Uh, I'll change your focus here and say that I love how Bruce Campbell gets better as the movie goes on and I theorized... That the more blood and sweat that you put on Bruce Campbell's face, the better he is.
1: (laughs) He's fueled by it. It increases his intelligence.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: (sighs) There was a time when he got, like, drenched in blood. Like, when it, like, projectile flowed out of a wall or something at him. And Mm -hmm. then he just had it on the front of his shirt a minute later. I was like, hey, what the fuck? He should be, like, red all over for the rest of the movie after that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no you're not wrong there's like it's the same with this one and the third one it's just like there's an obscene amount of blood like we get shining elevator levels of blood yes. we get evil dead 2013 or whatever remake levels of blood and then it's just not there later <laughs> like, yeah <it's, laughs>
1: like, it just evaporates or something <laughs>
0: It just goes away. It's super strange, but I do like those scenes where it just kind of shoots around everywhere. It's,
1: it's fun. Yeah, I guess they just didn't want to paint the blood whole good. set red to be realistic after that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, what do you think of Evil Ash? Um, wait. When the when oh, I in, in the mirror? Protect him. Or in the protect mirror? Him, pr- possess him. Yeah, he's in the mirror. Oh, and he's got, like, oh, the yeah. white eyes. He, he, they, like, fight him for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was getting confused with Army of Darkness. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> interesting. I was like, I wonder how they're going to get out of this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems tricky that our two characters that we just agreed maybe could have stayed out of the movie. How are they going to tackle this guy? Yeah. <laughs> but he found a prop from the first movie and came back to normal, kind of. Yeah, so.
1: it reminded him of his love.
0: That's the cure to evil oh. is love.
1: I think the cure is needing something else to happen in the script, but. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say on,
0: on one end you have fear, on the other end you have love, and Ash has to pick between the two. That's probably like more Don, true. It's like Donnie Darko, yeah. You know?
1: But I thought it was cool to uh, to flip the protagonist evil for like fifteen minutes, and it, it kept things really fresh. And, and what was the, the middle of the movie is a bit of a lull when when they show up at the cabin. It's not as fun for a little while. Would you agree?
0: I think so. I don't think it bothers me too terribly much, but it's, it's like, like undeniable. Uh, undeniably, it is it is a dip in the movie for me.
1: Well, yeah, I'm just like. They're they're having this all-timer of a movie, and I already get to know this, like, supporting cast while they're, like, landing their plane and stuff, so I already know they're, like, not very interesting or likable. And so, like, Ash is fucking crushing it at the cabin by himself, making one of the most engaging story sequences I've ever seen, and I just know that as soon as they show up, the, it's gonna get less fun. I'm gonna have to deal with people that aren't as charming or charismatic as Ash. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's right. But, you know, he's able to carry it, I think, so.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I just can't imagine what it would have been like to, like, not know where we're going with Army of Darkness and have this movie randomly integrate time travel at the last second. <laughs> like, can, can you imagine the mindfuck that bonkers move was? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not like Back to the Future <clears throat> part 3 where you get the trailer for even more time travel at the end of it or like yeah. hey, we're going way back now. It is a 5 year difference in release. You're just like, "Okay, what now?" There's swords now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's going back in time and we're going to have to wait 5 years to find out what's going on with that. <sighs> okay.
1: I wish I could have seen but, this in theaters, like uh, like yeah, in the eighties, exactly. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, luckily we weren't uh, alive back then. We didn't have to worry about it. I, I did think about that because I watched Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness back to back, and I thought that was like a really good way to, yeah, consume these two movies because, man, five years apart—that's not the way to consume that's these a last two time. movies.
1: I was bummed that uh in Army of Darkness Ash didn't keep the gray streak of hair that he got in the in Evil Dead two. I loved his gray I streak.
0: I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, I guess he did get a little bit older in like five or six years since the first one, so I guess we gotta die it out. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I did notice it. I, I forgot about it until you said something just now.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a super badass look. I wish they would've, would've stuck with it. We only got it for a few minutes in Evil Dead Two.
0: Mm-hmm what else what else you got buddy i i i don't have a whole ton to say about this no nah, man i don't have
1: much more uh did you find the freddy krueger glove that i told you about
0: no damn it where was it
1: it's really hard to see honestly if i hadn't already seen it like lightened up online um i wouldn't have been able to find it but it is uh in the shed when he goes to get the chainsaw like over by the door um, you can see it glimmering there. It was an authentic Freddy Krueger Kruger glove that they stole from the set <laughs> to, and put in their movie as, Holy like, an shit. answer to Evil Dead playing in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Uh, I just thought that was so cool that they, like, they clapped back in their own movie by revealing that they stole a prop.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> I do love petty shit like that, not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it was just light-hearted playfulness, you know? Like, I, I don't uh, think they were mad yeah. that Evil Dead was on in a Nightmare movie, so...
0: No, no. Petty petty being a more fun use of the word, I guess. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of the sequence where the house was super creaky, <laughs> and they're like, twisted the image around a whole bunch and everyone just like snaps their head and looks around at where the sound is coming from.
1: (laughs) I'm not recalling it, honestly.
0: (laughs) It's a weird, I would, I call it a strange part, kind of maybe 20 minutes after we meet the other, the other people meet with Ash Mm -hmm. and they're just like inching towards the door and then everyone starts looking around and the house is making a bunch of noise. It's Super creaking, like the clock is rattling, the doors are rattling. I don't know it just stuck out as super weird that all we had to do was like it, it's super interesting filmmaking. I don't know it's super weird the camera work they do is just like a lot of sharp movement and then stillness and then another movement and then still and just like we're just holding on noise yeah not seeing anything, and then we're doing this weird editing thing where we like trip out the motion of a still image. it's super strange
1: again the use of an invisible villain man like how do they how Mm -hmm. do they pull that off so well and i was amazed go ahead sorry
0: yeah i feel like that's kind of enough it's an evolution of the getting chased by a camera through the woods invisible villain kind of thing yeah Yeah. but yeah what were you saying
1: did you notice how few rules they gave the deadites like this movie shouldn't Hmm. work as well as it does when they've, like, completely not defined what the Deadites can do. You know, like, there's, like, a book with, like, infinite possibilities, and we just know that, like, you have to cut them up uh, to to get rid of them. But I don't know. I was just blown away that it works so well without even defining what powers do these little zombie fuckers have.
0: Yeah. That's interesting, because it's just, like you know every other movie like you're saying establishes rules and you're just like okay you can like stab it all you want or shoot it it's not gonna help yeah um but this one doesn't do that you're just like ash punching a skeleton in the face you're just like <laughs> yeah. yeah that might
1: work actually <laughs> he's just making shit up and trying it out right <laughs> like and we're along for the ride like eh, maybe that could work yeah <laughs> I would try that too. (laughs) They gave you so little about the force we're fighting against, and no one questions it because it just works. It's just awesome, man. It's a blast.
0: Exactly that.
1: (sighs) Gimmick time. I
0: I think so, sweet brother. I need to ask you first because I've got a, I got a twofer coming. Uh, What is your favorite "Hail to the King" moment for Evil Dead Two?
1: I'm going to go for the really quick cuts that debuted uh, the, the Chainsaw Hand. Like, him just like slapping that thing together and revving it up. I was just like, Hail to the fucking King. That's my protagonist. That's my guy I'm rooting for. That's my audience surrogate. God, the Chainsaw Hand, man. How fucking cool is that shit?
0: That is awesome. And I'll be in a similar vein here because I'm going to give the Hail to the King moment and my favorite line in the same segment right here please it's uh when he first gets the chainsaw in the kitchen his hand is turned evil he's gonna chop it off and he's got to do it with the chainsaw so what he does first is he starts the chainsaw with his teeth he rips the pull cord with his fucking mouth and that's my hail to the king moment (laughs) and then as he's Lowering the chainsaw onto his hand that is possessed, he says, Who's laughing now?
1: Who's laughing now?
0: God, he's so It's a badass. my favorite line. It's it's an amazing scene.
1: Such a badass. Um My favorite line is uh also from right after that scene. It's not spoken, it's written. It's when <laughs> His hands cut off, and he traps it under uh, a stack of things, and on top of it is a farewell to arms. <laughs> Which was oh my so god! Awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why Sam Raimi gets the big bucks, <laughs> right? Just
1: them. It's so cheeky and fucking stupid. I love it. <laughs> what's uh? What's your critic or score, Greg?
0: Well, I'm I'm calling this one early as the best in the series. I think that's definitely based, true. Based on what you were saying, a lot of people would agree with that. I I I think it's just a ton of fun. I think it's like the perfect mix of kind of humor, horror. It's just yeah, it does a lot of things right for me, and just we get a lot of time to just explore how much fun Ash could be. Mm-hmm. So, um. This is the movie that makes, I don't know if I'm going to get, you know, slapped on the wrist or anything for saying this, but I, it makes me like the 2011 remake even more. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. It just... <laughs> the,
1: I liked it, oh, well, no I didn't. I remember now. I liked yeah. the end. I was so mad the rest of the movie.
0: I like that the Necronomicon doesn't burn in that movie. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a lot of playing for serious, but also winking with fan service. It yeah. made me appreciate the beginning of that movie a little bit more. And it, like you, I love the ending specifically and definitely the most, but yeah. it made me appreciate, like, the first chunk of it more. There's lots All of really that being, cool
1: references. I would totally agree with you.
0: Oh, yeah. All that being said, Evil Dead 2 for me get a 32 out of 40. Nice. Which is that is, your
1: highest-rated like stupid horror that's not like an A twenty-four?
0: Uh, maybe you might have to check back with me on that because I don't remember what I gave. Um, Dale and Tucker versus Evil.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. That's on my list this year.
0: Ah, there yeah. we go. All right. What about you? What's your uh, critical score here?
1: I gave it a forty out of fifty. Uh, I think it deserves to be in the upper echelon of of uh, movies that have been made. I think if you don't like horror comedy, you should still check this out. It's just that charming. Like, how could you not have fun? Will Reno, what's wrong with you? Do you need Do you need me? What? Who hurt you? What can I do to alleviate this pain? You're clearly saying things to Sam Raimi that you need to say to someone who wronged you, Will. thats It's just obvious. Everyone thinks so. I was asking you to seamless edit me. Do you have a seamless edit?
0: I do now. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best way to trick Denny is to trick him into doing it himself. That's a seamless edit, so we're back. Here, it's me. us
1: again. You got me again, you rascal.
0: Movies for when the dead are evil continues with our third and final movie, Army of Darkness. Woo! A a 1992 film that you can watch on Peacock. Hey, it's on a real streaming service. Wow, 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 wowza. Yowza, wowza. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I
1: didn't check. I watched it on DVD, so.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I still had the Blu-rays, so. I checked, like, right when we started recording where these were. (laughs) This is the only one that had an actual streaming platform, so, uh... Denny, I think it's your turn to summarize a movie. Would you please summarize Army of Darkness for
1: us? Absolutely, I will. Uh, Poor Ash at the end of Evil Dead 2 is sucked into a time vortex that puts him in... The medieval times. It's almost as though this is the medieval dead. Uh, I believe that was a working title or something they wanted to use.
0: It was um, in the <clears throat> it was in the film summary like online. It's like part of the. It would be like on the back of the the VHS box.
1: Gotcha, basically. gotcha. Yeah. Um, so turns out there's a prophecy about someone who would fall out of the sky and save them from the deadites which was actually referenced in the second movie i didn't notice that before mm-hmm. i was like it was cool yes they it was. Were setting it up um but uh no one wants to listen to the wise man and uh he's just like fuck this shit um we're just gonna throw him in a well with the deadites <clears throat> um in that time ash whoops some fucking ass and freaks everyone out because he has a gun Um, and everyone starts to believe he's the Chosen One. He has to go on a quest for the Necronomicon, but he utters the incantation wrong! And, oh, I forgot, he gets split into, like, 20 little Ashes on the way to doing that. Um, which spawns Evil Ash, the antagonist of the movie. Um, he fucks it up. It allows Evil Ash to summon his army of darkness. Uh, a bunch of skelly boys are gonna join him while he tries to take over this, um... Relatively small kingdom, (laughs) for some reason. um, Ash says, fuck it, I just want to go home. Uh, He has a whole unwilling hero arc, rallies the troops, and then we get a really cool fucking skeleton war uh, that Tim Robinson was probably referencing on I Think You Should Leave. Um, Oh, crap. He goes back um, after they conquer them. And he's back to his job at S-Mart, regaling people with tales of his adventures when, holy shit, a Deadite shows up and Ash whoops some more ass to send us home. That's, uh, that's Army of Darkness, one of the most unique horror movies ever made.
0: Yeah. Time travel is usually not incorporated into our horror films, especially in a part three of a trilogy yes. that's never explored
1: us at all. If you thought Evil Dead 2 was a departure, <laughs> wait till you see <laughs> Army of Darkness.
0: Uh, yeah. So I, I'll start here by saying I had not seen this one before. Um, like I said, I watched Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness back to back today. So, today was my first time actually seeing this one. And, wow. uh, yeah. What a ride. Uh, so, how many times have you seen this one?
1: Oh, I've got no idea. Um, I don't really have a particular relationship with it, but I probably watch it, if not every year, every other year. I've seen it several times. Um, I like it a lot. It's probably, it's not my favorite of the Evil Dead franchise, but that's more just because. I don't really like medieval stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it's, I, I'm more of a cabin in the woods type of girl. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it a lot, man. It, it, it just keeps the ball rolling, if you ask me. Um, they, they they come out with so much momentum from these like smash hit movies, and I think this one totally lives up to the franchise. What say you? Um. Um. Uh. Oh no!
0: I don't like this movie all that much. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling Dylan, he's gonna be crushed. <laughs> no, let me tell him when he listens. Now, Dylan, I don't really like this one that much, buddy. <sighs> um, I, it's a weird thing where I feel like they earned what they're doing here. It has, it definitely has a more like zany and goofy, silly kind of tone. Yeah, I think they earned it, but it doesn't work for me necessarily okay um that's that's really like i don't have a whole lot to say about this one but it's just like the humor in this one is a little over the top like you i don't really always go for medieval kind of stuff especially from our movie series that featured the same cabin <laughs> twice already. <laughs> yeah. We didn't we didn't go to the city. We went to 1300. Uh it's it's a wild departure. I do love reach like branching out in some wild direction. Like it's a crazy series, just take it in a crazy direction. Yeah. I think they they did it and I appreciate that. I just don't like where they went. I thought the tone was a little too comic, a little too silly. You know, I it just, I don't know.
1: I mean, this one's I was, full-fledged, we're just fucking around now. Right, like, that, that's, Evil Dead 2 integrated some comedy, this one was like, hey, we're not taking this shit seriously at all, right?
0: And I think that kind of kept me from taking it seriously in return, which, you know, maybe they didn't want you to. But I don't think I was having as much fun as they were kind of hoping for me to or intending for audiences to. But maybe this one wasn't made for me, and that's okay.
1: I mean, this is such a weird movie. I feel like it was made for Sam Raimi, and other people happened to like it. You know, like, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I love the, the bonkersness of it, I love the silliness of it. Um, it's barely a horror movie, honestly. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, it's really not. Um, but it just still has that spirit of, like, these are the dudes who were, like, being film nerds, sitting around doing what we're doing, and they took that all the way to making Army of Darkness. And you, you just still see, again, the personality. Even in parts where, like, yeah, they bit off more than they could chew with the green screen stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think all the Little Ashes was as funny as they thought it was, you know, like, um, but, um, I don't know, man, when they're just, like, doing skeleton orchestras, skeletons playing bagpipes, those shitty-looking little, like, spirit Halloween skeletons that they're using, and, dude, it also has my favorite way of resolving a plot in a movie's history, Which is launching the antagonist into the sky and blowing him up. That's how you know the good guys won. Like, I love that they do shit like that throughout the whole movie, man.
0: If you can turn the main villain into a firework at some point... (laughs) You're not making a bad movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing something. I just... (laughs) Whatever. Um... Yeah, what else? What else do I have to say here? Uh, Tiny Ashes not doing it for me. Yeah, the only other thing that's, that's re-
1: a little cringe.
0: That's where I was like, I was kind of on the fence. Like, I really because I just I had just come off of Evil Dead Two. I was yeah. like, I, I'm expecting to like this one, maybe a similar amount as the second one, and it. That's where it was like, okay, that's not even going to be close to what's going on here and then evil ash comes out and we've got like a jim carrey impression
1: yeah kind of going on
0: there this might have been a little bit i think yeah this was because 94 was jim carrey and like dumb and dumber and ace ventura so this was a couple years before like peak jim carrey but it was it it really felt like that
1: that's fair i i saw it as like I saw it as trying to be like a, a Tex Avery cartoon, you know. I saw it as very like Hanna Barbera esque type, type, uh, type physical comedy. Um, apparently, Sam Raimi loves the Three Stooges. That's what I. That's what I heard on Blank Check mm-hmm. when I listened, and you can see it there. I want to like it as much as they want me to. I try to convince- because I'm having such a good time for the rest of the entire series that I'm like, oh, get excited for all the little ashes, and every time I'm like, no, this part is lame. Like, it's it's not that cool. <laughs> I want to like it, but I don't really like it that much. <sighs>
0: yeah. I think it's affecting me more than it, it is you so i I, we're 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 kind of landing in the same place but i'm getting a lot more put off than you are i can
1: just kind of ignore that part of the movie um and focus on how much i love all the dialogue and all the quips and all of the tropes uh and all the like cheesy effects and the rest of it man like it's just it's a it's, like, my only real negative in the whole series, you know? I, I can just look right past it. It doesn't faze me.
0: Yeah, that's valid. Uh, I do love the cheesy effects, though. Like you were saying, the Bones battle at the end, I thought was, like, it's just, like, we've we've made an action movie... With like some slapstick comedy in there that isn't yeah. working for me, but I do like the skeleton props, like the skeleton playing the bone flute, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's like a uh, the, making the skeleton just, like actually talk, like it's a physical prop, it's not like green screened on, yeah. And then that prop is like on the back of a horse, like get <laughs> yeah, jerked around it by looks the flying. so bad, it looks so
1: bad, and I love it
0: it's it's cheesy effects that know they are cheesy effects yes having it's like napoleon dynamite on the back of the horse at the end of napoleon dynamite (laughs) 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 getting fucking thrashed around because it's literally like a five pound plastic rubber doll
1: (laughs) yeah if at this point you thought they were actually trying to scare you or convince you that any of it was real you you have not been paying attention (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's right
1: they're just fucking around that's that's what i love
0: uh we did get one more blood geyser in this movie when yeah. our first victim is thrown into the pit that I was, was like, ah. sweet blood geysers it back and there's just like a little moment of silence and then sploosh was was <laughs> so the, the pit
1: sequence working for you because i love that part you yeah, know like, I, I liked it.
0: it i liked it i thought it was good tension with a spike wall yeah you're like not really sure what's down there it's like is it going to be the same kind of evil deadite zombies that we saw in the first two movies yeah. especially when like that hand comes out of the water just like the trash compactor Whoa. in star wars but we don't talk about star wars we do not <laughs> and then like okay we defeated the one that was down here but the spike walls are coming in and then another one just another monster just comes out of the wall. I'm like, ah, "Fuck yeah, that's what we're about here."
1: Yep. It just materializes, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's so fucking cool. And yeah. again, we still don't know the rules of these things, so that's not breaking any rules. <laughs> they haven't told They haven't put any restrictions on them.
0: Yeah, it's the exact same thing as the second one where it's just like, "Hey, you could punch this thing in the face? Maybe that'll work." I guess we'll have to wait and see because I don't know. And I'm not mad that there's no established rules, because the exploration of what works is fun, and it's yep. all valid if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't.
1: This movie is not about the rules, right? I'm not, <laughs> like,
0: I'm not stressing it. Yeah, exactly.
1: What about uh what about all the cool ass makeup on Evil Ash's final form? That didn't do anything for you.
0: It reminded me of Tar Man a little bit. Yeah, I did like. I like that his jaw kept coming loose and that kind of thing.
1: That was tight. Um,
0: but yeah, I stopped seeing him as Ash, and there was another, like, fantasy character I thought he kind of looked like, but I can't place it right now. Uh, I liked the skull armor and that kind yeah. of stuff, but... At the end of the day, he was a very silly character that got launched by a catapult with exploding bags of gunpowder and turned into a firework. <laughs> so, as cool as he was, he was played very silly, so.
1: Yes. Most definitely. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm charmed with the movie. I, I do think it's weird to look back, because, like, this is when Ash fully completes his transformation into just a straight up action hero. It's weird to think of how grounded and quiet he was in the first movie. Um, and in this movie, he's like constantly mouthing off, you know, like the whole Mm -hmm. point of Ash and the whole charm is that Ash is an asshole and a screw up. And you get like no hints of that in evil dead one. Like, it's just something that they like Mm -hmm. started writing into the character later on for some reason.
0: Yeah. and, while well, I do appreciate it, I think it does kind of go a little too far in this one, really? I guess.
1: So I, it's I'm just, just along like... for the ride, so I, I <laughs> go on.
0: Yeah, I'd, I feel like I'm getting Marvel-level quips where he's just, like, always got something to say to everybody and mm-hmm. people are telling him, like, oh, you got more words for us? And it's just, like, that's not who he really was. I'm not, like upset like oh no they betrayed the character of ash no like you can do what you want with them it's just that brand of humor and quippiness doesn't really do anything for me personally
1: i think for me it's the meta component you know like that this movie is constantly aware that it's a movie and it wants you to be aware it's going through all the tropes and it's doing it like sarcastically um that's why it works for me
0: I can appreciate that, but I'm still not like I don't know. I I do appreciate that, but I'm not necessarily wanting to strap in for more of that.
1: Fine.
0: Fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine, Greg. It's fine. Okay? It's fine.
0: Oh, is it fine? Is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it's fine. It's fine. You didn't like it. It's not your thing. Not a big deal. Took a huge mud pie, grabbed too small a slice. It's not a big deal.
0: <laughs> That's right. I thought that this would be a good ride at Universal Studios oh, Orlando. Oh, shit. It's a Universal film, so where's the How ride? I have dummies? They not
1: done that.
0: The Army of Darkness ride? I would absolutely wait in line for that one. Are you I kidding ride me? ride
1: the fuck out of that. Move Harry Potter out of the big-ass castle and make it an Army of Darkness ride.
0: As long as the back car also has a skeleton that's, like... <laughs> it's <laughs> <just, laughs> on right. your
1: ride vehicle, thrown around.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's in the front car leading the tour. He, every once in a while, the, the head turns around and goes, Now, if you look to your left, you're dead!
1: <laughs> and then...
0: <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> That would be fun.
1: (laughs) I would ride the shit out of that. Um, did you end up watching the alternate ending?
2: Hmm.
0: Unfortunately, I ran out of time to watch the alternate ending. You did text me about it. Um, would you please tell me what happens in the alternate ending? Spoilers, everybody, for this 30-year-old movie.
1: Yeah, so it's actually the original ending of the movie, and it didn't test well with audiences, but, uh, that's why they, like, made a point to, like, tell him, uh, you know they'll like make sure you recite the incantation exactly as i say um ash i thought
0: yeah i thought i thought when i was watching it like oh he's gonna redeem himself and actually do it correctly this time yeah and then in in the movie in the version that we get he's still like well you know maybe not every single syllable like he said earlier yeah maybe not every single syllable but yeah i kind of said it
1: yeah um the origin the reason it off. doesn't pay off is because the original ending was for him to say it wrong and not redeem himself um, and he accidentally time travels to like a post-apocalyptic world like he goes way too far into the future and completely misses his time period mm. and audiences didn't like it so they went and shot that like action hero ending instead, which i I love I prefer the ending they went with personally.
0: I do like the S-Mart scene. That scene is quite a so bit.
1: fucking good, man. It's so good.
0: And it, yeah, it tracks with the tone, and it it's got a good sense of resolution with it. Com- when you like, compared to the rest of the movie, like, yeah, this absolutely makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I th- in both endings, I don't think he redeems himself at all. No, I thought he Ash would've...
1: is a total fuck up. I'm watching <laughs> Ash versus Evil Dead right now, and he is still yet to redeem himself. Don't worry, he's a fuck. Hey, up. How do you like? How do you like it? I love it, man. It's really, really good. It's yeah, I think more... Joseph was... Go yeah, ahead, sorry. Joseph
0: was, messaged... Joseph was messaging us about it, asking if we had seen it. Um, so, yeah, I, I
1: interrupted. What are your thoughts? Oh, no, I was going to tell you, it's much more Evil Dead 2 than Army of Darkness. I think you'd like it. Okay, awesome. The premise of the show is one night Ash was stoned and he wanted to impress a chick, so he read from the Necronomicon. And he started this shit all over again. <laughs> it's really good, man.
0: See, I could get into that. I think. Yeah,
1: it's high quality shit.
0: That's awesome. Um, yeah, I have zero more notes on this one, man. What do you got? I think for me?
1: I'm good to go home, man. I'm good to go home. Let's gimmick it. Um, what is wow. your "Hail to the King" moment?
0: Uh, my favorite "Hail to the King" moment. This- Aside from when he says it in this movie Is uh Busting out some Chemistry textbooks and creating Gunpowder from scratch materials (laughs) I did like that quite a bit
1: Uh, uh, I'll just go with the action Hero scene in S-Smart That's that's when he says Hail to the King Baby which uh, is my favorite Line but I'll give a runner up in a minute Um, Man I just get chills when I watch that scene. He's just such a fucking badass and then rides off into the sunset with Hail to the King, baby. Fucking awesome. It's
0: so cool. I love like the lever action rifle.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, it's awesome. I need to go watch this again.
0: Just the end scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um yeah, what's your favorite line? You already said that it was Hail to the King, baby.
1: Yeah, but I'll so, give a runner-up, because I love I love Hail to the King, baby, so much that it's not even fair to the other lines. <laughs> like, that's how much I love that line. I'll go with, um, this is my boomstick, which always makes me think Ash is such a badass. Something about calling a gun a boomstick brings me a lot of joy. What's uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's your favorite line?
0: Um, it's when he's trying to remember the words that he's supposed to recite when he picks up the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. he can't remember the third word, and he says to himself, this is a runner-up, by the way, he says to himself, it's definitely an N-word. <laughs>
1: uh. I thought he said M. Was it N?
0: It was N, because he was like, necktie
1: oh. It's oh. something else. And I was like, ooh, I don't know,
0: buddy. Be careful. Be careful. He's like, necktie, what about... Oh, it's definitely not that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Ash. Close call, Sam. Close call. Um, But my favorite line was a uh, repeat line from Evil Dead 2 after we've done our quick cut little montage of acquiring new equipment. We just lock and load, look off to the side and say, Groovy hell yeah oh
1: he drops a hell of a groovy doesn't he that bruce campbell boy does he yup what's uh what's your critic score this is gonna hurt i'm wincing
0: yeah it is gonna hurt man uh yeah i like i said i don't there's stuff i like about it i think it fits in with the series but i think this is the weakest part uh i gave this one a 20 out of 40
1: I was going to be upset eight. if it was in the teens. I'll no, it's say, not in the
0: teens. It It is
1: 50%, though. Sometimes I really worry about you, Greg. You know that? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really worry about you. <sighs> nah, man, it's not your thing. It's chill. Um, <laughs> I go. gave it a 40 out of 50. Same grade as Evil Dead 2. Fuck the Holy haters. Shit. Evil Army of Darkness. It's the coolest movie title ever. It's it's the best. It's awesome. Well, it that's rules. true.
0: It is a great title. Isn't that's it? That's undeniable.
1: Isn't it? Well, Ain't Greg. It Ain't it grand? What would you say is the best movie for when the dead are evil?
0: We did it, man. I gotta say. Evil Dead One is a pretty good horror movie with a lot of creative potential army of darkness is a little bit too much silly humor and quippiness and evil dead 2 is my winner because it is the perfect mix of both it's an evolution of the first and it doesn't go as far as the third so evil dead 2 is my standout winner
1: bro same question, same answer, same reasoning. Uh, Evil Dead was the peak. Uh, or Evil Dead 2 was the peak. Sorry. The peak of, of a franchise that I like even more than you do, but it was still the peak for me. Hell yeah. I'm glad we agree. I like when we agree on things. I man. do That's too, so cool. buddy. I do too. Last week I had to not be as high on Green Room as you, and this week you had to do that horrible thing you did to Army of Darkness. We, we've just... We've had too much tension. It's not right. We're, we're usually on the same page.
0: That's true. The same page with the Necronomicon.
1: Hey! Uh, oh!
0: Now, Denny, I got a lot of exciting news, though. Ooh, buddy! But I can't tell you which <laughs> movies we're doing next week. <laughs> but I'll tell you the theme, Denny. Spooky season continues for next week. Four next week, movie. Okay, hold on. I'll get this. Take two. Spooky season continues next week with movies for when it's the season of the witch. Woo, baby! Witch movies, witches, witches. It's witches and brews and bubble, bubble toil and trouble, <laughs> etc.
1: Witch, witch. It's a sandwich shop. Which <laughs> witch? W-
0: do you want cranberries on it? Not really. <laughs> um, I haven't had it in so long. Uh so we've got two movies picked out, and by the time you listen to this episode, we will have a third episode picked from our poll. Yes. Denny's selection for The Witch's brew is the craft. The ah. craft brew. The craft brew. Ah.
1: (laughs) Little of bulk action for us next week. I'm excited for the craft. Drink
0: your IPAs. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's 11% ABV. I'm sounding like the Dean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Gay marriage. (laughs) Um... my selection is going to be the V-Vitch. Yeah, The V-Vitch. Baby. Oh,
1: my God. AKA,
0: A.K.A. Robert Eggers, the witch from A24. I have been putting off watching it because I'm too scared. I'm a little coward. I'm a little sissy baby. Are
1: you going to watch it at daytime or nighttime?
0: Daytime, hopefully. I've got the Blu-ray. It was like four bucks on Amazon the other week, so I, I just bought it. Now I have to watch it. Dude. I, a lot of reasons that I have to watch it.
1: Get ready to be scared. <laughs> It's
0: so far uh, Don't tell me that. All right. And then the third pick will be picked by our audience. And I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. It's we- not we've that already scary. got the list. Okay. Thanks for reassuring me. Our third pick is picked by our audience. They have already selected their option in the poll. We've already got the poll ready. We just need to create it. That poll and future polls can be found on our Facebook page if you look up Movies for Win. And I'll try to remember to post it on Twitter. And also, Denny will post it on Instagram if you follow either one. Either one of those at Movies for Win. And, of course, if you're on the internet thinking about us, go ahead and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever has a rating system. Five stars preferred, but, you know, be honest, six stars. Um, (laughs) uh, We do love it, folks. Movies for Win patreon is up and running we've got episodes coming every week a couple different kind of shows we're trying out we've got a lot of variety for the people that are willing to pay three simple dollars a month cancel paramount uh,
1: plus sub us that's the rhyme that's how you know it's good
0: cancel paramount plus sub us that's the uh yeah that's the picket rallying cry Heard in front of the paramount plus office <laughs> who are they talking about
1: we what won't stop until saying? the paramount execs sub movies for when patreon
0: <laughs> that's right so you know we'll be doing it forever uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right denny i think we've established the best movies for when the dead are evil But what is the best catchphrase for when the podcast is finished?
1: Ooh. Well.
0: That's a stretch.
1: For Greg Work, the evil Greg Johnson. I'm Denny, the army of Smarkness Taylor. And this has been Spookies for When! We already scared you when. Whoa! But you know what? We didn't scare you. What's. My cage again! Oh. I'm a policeman. See my boomstick? <laughs>
2: Just like you.